Now let's take a look at what happens with the weak and regular verbs. Now let's see, I think I may have a prop here for this. This is one of these airline barf bags. All right. Now this is the morphological barf bag because I, I, I hate to tell you, I know you're always very offended by stuff like this, so I'm going to have to give you that. Um, I have to tell you that what I'm going to show you for the weak and regular verbs is disgusting. All right? It is disgusting, and Bits will probably be throwing up the minute he sees this. All right, now let's, let's talk about the weak and regular past tense. We're taking Leo. All right? That was the stem of the first principal part, right? Second, we added a sigma. What does it do for the simple past tense? Keeps the same stem. It keeps, now I don't know about, I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty disgusting. <laughs> I mean, look, we're dealing with a new tense here. Why on earth would you use the same stem? Well, just to show you, with all apologies, Ron, just to show you how Polish this is, <laughs> what happens now is because the stem is the same, they've now got to make a further change so that you can distinguish between future and heiress. So what do they do? They hook around on the connecting vowel and use an alpha connecting vowel rather than the OEE OEO pattern. Alpha. This is for the aorist. This is for the aorist, for the weak verb, for the regular, predictable, as my dad would have said, common ordin ones. All right? So ones like Leo, Keruso, Bleppo, Therapoyo, Sozo, all those verbs, the ones with the R's next to them, those all, big or little, Big or little, tall or short, fat or skinny, whatever, those with the R's next to them follow this pattern. So in other words, this is the pattern that is like in English, walk, walked, walked. Stretch, stretched, stretched. Rake, raked, raked. You see, a weak verb always has a key letter in it that lets you know that you're dealing with the past. For our language, it's D or ED. Walked, stretched, 
raked, and so forth. It's one of the reasons why there are very few verbs, or a couple like read, but there aren't that many verbs that end with D in the present tense because it conflicts with the simple past tense. So, let's put the endings on. Main, saw, ta, metha, stha, unta. Are those primary or secondary endings? Secondary endings. Let's put the augment on the front. Augment tells it's in the past. Middle voice, this is the middle of the aorist, the weak predictable. Elusamein, elusasa, elusata, elusametha, elusaste, elusanta. Now, with these weak forms, there's good news and bad news. The good news is there's they're actually quite identifiable, aren't they? There's a sigma followed by an alpha. The bad news is they're from Warsaw. They are Polish. What on earth are we doing here? We've got the same stem for future and aorist. And so then we try to recoup our losses by bringing in an alpha connecting vowel. Now here's what's bad about that. You shouldn't be changing connecting vowels except to change moods. And all of a sudden, we've got this alpha connecting vowel thing going. It is, however, highly identifiable when you see a sigma followed by alpha. Now, there is one change I have to make here. Of course, this one right here. And what does this produce? This is really bad. Ah, yeah, see, yeah. This is not from Warsaw. This is from Krakow or someplace like that. Is this a bad form or what? Of course it is. It's so bad that it, I will tell you how bad it is. It is so bad that in the Veltz universe, we never test on that form. Because it's just too confusing. As far as the New Testament, there are, I reckon, about six of those around in the New Testament. A second person singular, aorist indicative middle. But those, that is a very difficult form because it looks like it's a first singular of elio. A fu future, first singular future of elio. So uh, do not listen to me, all of you. Listen to me. Do not get thrown off by this form. Remember my principle? The poor student always gets overly fascinated by exceptions. Okay? Forget about this form. What you got to do is get the main, saw, ta, 
metaste unta pattern down. Notice sigma followed by alpha. Now what happens in the active? What happens in the active? Let me put the active right below here. Well, it basically uses the active secondary endings. Nu sigma nothing. Men te nu. Look at the endings right there, please. Let me get my little pointer here. Ni, sigma, nothing. Men, te, and ni. Elisan, elisas, elisa. Elisamen, elisate, elisan. Well, Samuel, that'd be great in a perfect world. Not in the world of normal linguistic development, however. And look what happens. Yeah. I think they probably thought, say, the first singular and third plural are the same. So we'll take that off. Make sure we don't confuse it. So that's an epsilon like the strong heiress was. Yes, exactly. So those are the actual forms. Elisa, elisas, elise. Elisa men, elisa te, elisan. 